Hello, everyone, and welcome to regularly, occasionally modding. We're back. Yeah, we're back, Valen. Finally, after a week's hiatus. Feels like it's again. been three. <laughs> it does actually. It feels like it's been so long. It does not help that I am feeling quite sleep deprived right now. But <laughs> that, I am that too. Makes but any expansive times in longer. Yeah, it's it's only through our own our own problems. So <laughs> self inflicted wounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I can I can empathize with that. See, the problem is I haven't finished my first coffee yet, so it's not even like I've gotten past that point of like just base level sleep deprivation. So mm. if you notice that I sound slightly different as the podcast goes on, that's that's why the coffee is getting closer <laughs> to finish every moment. I have to say, uh, myself, I'm I'm much improved from earlier. I was extremely sleepy. But a shower, a big plate of sushi, uh, my wife coming home from a trip, and a nice cozy cup of chamomile. It, it all really seemed to bring things together for me. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I had a cup of chamomile, actually, as well, and that helped a lot. Mm -hmm. it, it's hey, like... Now we, need to, now we need to settle this. I've been pronouncing it chamomile. Am I incorrect <laughs> or am I correct? <laughs> it depends what part of the world you're in, really. <laughs> okay so you we can... are referring to the same type of tea though because my my concern there is that i'd accidentally assumed it was a slightly like it was the same but it might not have been <laughs> as long as you don't call it ch so as long as you don't start it with a ch then i think we'll, you'll be all right <laughs> okay cool i'll keep that in mind <laughs> top tips for pronouncing tea across the globe yes aren't you all just enthralled Let, let's let's get into this today it's probably going to be a bit shorter of an episode because we're both drastically drained and we don't want mm. to uh, inflict too much of that punishment upon you guys. We want to make sure that it still stays lively. Uh, but what have you been up to <laughs> for the past two weeks, sir? You've been gone. For the past two weeks? That's a good question. Because um, I was trying to think about it and I was like, oh, yeah, I did, didn't do that much this week. What did I do last week? Oh, yeah, I ported Traverse to 114 Forge. It was just like, oh yeah, that that was a week ago. That was so much stuff. Mm -hmm. So last week Wednesday, I got up and I was like, I want traverse on Minecraft one fourteen, and then I went to bed and traverse was on Minecraft one fourteen. <laughs> traverse and that was, was like, my story. I want to be on Minecraft one fourteen as well. Yeah. So to clarify, um, it's traverse. The main devs of traverse moved to Fabric, which look. Their prerogative, go for it. Fabric is good. It's got plenty going for it. And they were having a lot of fun with it. Um, Fabric has a lot of changes in it that make it both easier to add biomes and allow for more interesting biomes with mm -hmm. just the way Fabric itself is set up. So they were like, you know, screw it. We're not going to go back and forth between Forge and Fabric forever. We want to build the best biome mods and the best place to do that is Fabric. So they're doing that now and they're doing it with terraform uh so the terraformers groups there's like a group of them all working on biome mods um a couple of weeks back people might have seen terrestria came out for 114 as well mm. so terrestria is another big fabric biome mod going reverse and they're both fantastic they both work really well together this did mean that traverse which has been my favorite biome mod for as long as i can remember now was going to leave me and i was not impressed i was not i was not letting this happen <laughs> um so already being on 114 I decided I'll I'll port it. So I chatted with Prospector. He was like, yeah, sure, go for it. So in the space of a day, I ported it from Fabric to Forge. 
there's a couple of missing biomes just because they don't work like the cliffs biome they have for um fabric just doesn't work the same way in forge which is a bit of a shame it is possible to do it just requires a bit of it requires reworking it rather than one for one copy pasting and renaming um and the same with the wooded island but yeah it's been a lot of fun i'm looking forward to adding more content to it as well which will be good and i understand it is going to be on devcraft season 5.1 <laughs> yes devcraft season 5.1 that is the correct that's the correct name for it so we're moving we're moving devcraft devcraft is having moving day soon um slightly on hiatus due to forge 0.45 which uh basically forge is getting in all of the breaking changes it can get in now before it goes into a release build mm-hmm. um which is good but I was like, I'll update it today. And then it was yesterday that said breaking changes came through. So now 50% of the mods in the pack work and the other 50% don't. And I'm like, oh, great. That's oh. what I want. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So at least it crashes on stop. It tells you well in advance that it doesn't have any interest in working. So I take it then that uh, Friday Devcraft is, is iffy at this current timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I, mm, I I want it to be ready. That was my original plan, but it's mm-hmm. just there's just enough mods in there that waiting for them to all update because not actually all of them need to. There's quite a few that do, but not all of them need to. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the few that haven't updated yet are going to cause issues. Like JEI actually has to update now, so it's I, like yeah, if even mystic, just enough items. Ready. That Mystic mod dev, you know, needs to get on the job too my mods work thank you very much it's fine <laughs> just a joke <laughs> don't hurt me oh <laughs> uh, dear but no i've been wanting to get into bio modding for a really long time um and i've got some got a lot of plans mm-hmm. prospector has said it's kind of okay for us to do whatever as long as traverse sticks with that vanilla feel which i'd really like to do like i'd love to have um fall autumnal style villages that generate in the autumn for autumn woods forest mm-hmm. um i'd love to try and like upgrade a couple of things and add some more ocean sort of related things so it should be fun I'm looking forward to messing around with that some more i want to do though this is this is a fun idea we've had for a while at mystic mods we want to we want to make a magic biomes mod okay which integrates with magic mods to make biomes that are magical become even more magical. I'm a fan of this. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun. So I'm curious. I'm very I, excited. Because I'm, I'm looking up Traverse, Traverse right now because I want to post it into chat for people uh, for uh-huh. the, the most recent version. What's it under? Because I see Tra- Traverse Legacy. Blah. Is it Traverse or Traverse? I don't know. Uh, so and then I see Traverse, Traverse Fabric. <laughs> Traverse. Yeah, so there's Traverse, which is Traverse Fabric. That's the main page. That's the one for the Fabric mod. Mm-hmm. Um, Traverse Legacy is the Forge one. Would you believe that the majority of the time spent not releasing it has just not been from, oh, it's bugged or anything? It's literally just been because Prospector and I are trying to decide what to call the Curse Forge page. Because Legacy isn't technically correct. I've not ported all the biomes. <laughs> and 
We can't call it Traverse Forge because Forge <laughs> has politely asked people not to put Forge in the name of their mods due to the fact that it is their trademark. And I'm like, look, that's reasonable. I can't, I'm not against that. So now we're like, well, it's not Traverse Forge. And even if it was Traverse Forge, it's not a one-to-one -one copy paste of the fabric version. They're not the same. And <laughs> without significant amounts of effort, they never will be. So now we got to come up with a name that still people will remember as Traverse, but without being Traverse or making it sound old and outdated. Traverse 2.0. <laughs> but, <laughs> but everybody but knows. sound ahead of the fabric version. You see, this is a problem. Well, we, we it is because you had a hand in it, right? So that kind of worked. No, I'm just... Uh... I mean, <laughs> I feel like Prospector would prefer it if the original Traverse project was the one that was ahead. But, you know, if you have suggestions for new names for Traverse, please, please post them in chat. <laughs> Traverse tempered because Forge. I like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Traverse, Traverse. I had thought of Traversal which I figured would be a bit hilarious. Mm. There were some other great ones. We had like Traverse Reversed, where the reversed was going to be written backwards. <laughs> How about Controversal? Controversal. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Uh, no, but that's me, that's me and my week. So Actually, the other half of my week was Porting Superior Shields, which was... Okay, so so it's it's set, but it hasn't been like updated yet on CurseForge, is what you're saying? No. So okay, there was a few things this week I wanted. I was going to do the releases yesterday, but I was so tired. I didn't I didn't want to push a bugged version. And then Forge zero point four five came out, and I was like, I'm not risking it. I'm not putting anything out yesterday. So that's how ready they are. I was ready, and then Forge wasn't ready for me, and then now I've got to wait. But yeah, there'll be there'll be an update coming to actual Curse Forge soon with some one fourteen mods that I've been working on. No longer shall they just stay in the shadows, buried on Devcraft. <laughs> Community will have them. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Ah, oh, well. What about you? Uh, my list of things that I've been working on is uh, much much shorter. Uh, more or less, it's just been a lot of let's plays, streaming. Trying to get those sorted, get my life organized. Uh, that's that's kind of been taking up ninety percent of it, and uh, it hasn't really been getting there. But uh, Roots three bit by bit, I should be recording that this week. Uh, Arcane Archives was done last week. I did see Arcane Archives came out. That's actually a big thing. Why is that not now modding now section this week? Arcane Archives is out, guy. <laughs> Go get it. Right if, now, play it. It's amazing. If you guys haven't already or you don't know what it is, Arcane Archives is a very early game magically themed inventory mod in, in at its core. It has more to it, but that's really, it, it's a fabulous just early game inventory mod. And it's oh, something that the manifest and the radiant chest. Mm -hmm. Oh. And I will be covering um, a couple other mods. Uh, I will be doing them back to back um, for uh, other bit by bits on other early game inventory management as well. And it's more techie focused, but it also oh. it, it's it's more neutral to be honest. But 
but it works as well. It's not nearly as like uh, overhaul and uh, pretty and lots of colors and, and uh, new functionality and stuff. It, it's very basic. Um, but I'll be I'm working on that. I was hoping to get that this week, but um, yes, Lycrast actually uh, called it. Uh, Voltopic is one of the two. Ah, uh, yes. That's uh, great. I love Voltopic. Yeah. It's like it was really good for me at the end of when I was last playing 112. I say at the end of 112 as if as if everyone's moved on like I have, but that's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when I was last playing 112, I really loved Voltopic because I got so so sick of having five billion items that I and like it's not as though because I've been playing vanilla lately, and in vanilla, one or two chests is more than enough to like store most of your early game items and then slowly over time you build more chests mm -hmm. meanwhile in modded it's like if you don't have 500 storage crates on the second day of your world you're not yeah and it's like voltopic is just feels like it's necessary <laughs> well it's just like, I, I found the perfect to mod to uh oh. to merge that with and it's refined relocation too which then oh, creates sorting good. chests so that you also have them automatically being sorted and then you have a way of automatically finding everything you want so that you and then it also as an end game option as part of Voltopic also adds in the option to you know like craft from those chests in your little crafting remote that you can only stay within 10 blocks of all your chests you know which I like this. It, it makes it simple. It doesn't make it overly strong. It doesn't add in ways of uh, destroying blocks, placing blocks, automatically uh, creating things, and, and all sorts of like overblown stuff like a lot of those mods do, like refined storage, uh, applied energistics too. No, they're both simple mods. They add simple functionality. They make your inventory workable and less of a chore. And I was just like, wow, these two, they are just meant to work together. So that oh. sounds amazing. So that's, that's the plans, but that's after the roots three bit by bit that I'm, I'm going to be doing now that all the dirt's done. Need the dirt mm. on the roots. Yes. The dirt. the dirt is the most important part of roots. Really. When you think about it, I saw the most important update finally was posted on there um not long since yeah, we, the aubergine I'd been a bit lax. Uh, aubergine spruits are now a thing yes aubergine spruits are a thing yep they're great actually purple spruits are the best also <laughs> do you want to know a random fact i discovered the other day when i was going through roots code hmm. that um you know the, how the deer can occasionally have like red noses and be rudolph yes um i don't know how it happened but the code for the longest time has had every single deer as a Rudolph. The check was literally if the number can be divisible by one, make it Rudolph. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't remember your late high school, early college math, every number is divisible by one. Is zero divisible by one? <laughs> zero is not divisible by one. There we go. So <laughs> your first... Well, actually, no, zero is divisible by one. I remember seeing a proof for that. It was super confusing. It's like math makes no sense when you start dealing with zero and division. That's what I, that's what I learned. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Uh, it was... Um, 
I just thought that yeah, it was an it, outbreak of uh, like deer with the flu or something, you know. <laughs> but hey, it's good to know. Yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun uh, to find now. I fixed that now. It should be significantly less. Seeing a Rudolph deer should be like, oh, look, sometimes they have Rudolph. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know. Instead of, look, they've all been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <sighs> well I'm very excited for the Roots bit by bit but unfortunately Roots is not on 114 yet so I probably won't even be playing with my own mod for the near future <laughs> well there's plenty more for Roots 3 as well I mean you've you've released the it's in a very playable state everything for the basics is there from what I understand and then you guys are going to expand on top of this with more stuff and themes and whatnot, right no. Yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of expansion we want to do. We want to expand into the um, various aspects of magic so much. So the aspects of natural magic. Mm -hmm. So especially considering one of the mods we're working on for one fourteen is called Druidcraft. Um, I'm very bent on making sure Roots feels less like a straight Druid magic mod and more of a um more of a natural magic mod like featuring fey mm -hmm. featuring elementals and stuff kind of like dipping into lots of different aspects of the whole natural magic sort of idea rather than just going all right we are druids everyone <laughs> do druidic thing um, which we've already like strayed so far from like normally druids you would be doing a lot more things with herbalism and stuff and we've our herbalism is basically have herbs cast spells profit so <laughs> yep it's yep. a little bit different to your traditional like potions potions and pol poltice is that what they call it yes poultice yep poultice there we go i definitely cannot pronounce that word see this mm -hmm. is the other reason why we don't do just a straight druidic is that uh, I still remember the hard. first time I saw that Poultice was in there and I, I was like, "That that's amazing. That's so simple and really cool. It's not a healing potion, but a like a salve. That's yeah, salve. <laughs> revolutionary. What? <laughs> I was just blown away uh, by the fact that it wasn't a potion because potions take forever to apply. I hate that. Yeah. The oh my gosh. We need fast eating potions. Like that's totally a thing you could do. Mm -hmm. uh, here comes a new mod. Fast mm -hmm. eating potion. Actually, uh, I found ways of, of getting that in <laughs> roundabout manner with different enchantments. <laughs> <laughs> and you what you're what? holding. You know what? Weird idea. Just came to me. Watermelons. They're not very useful in Minecraft because they give such little food for how how much watermelon you harvest. Mm-hmm. What if you could make watermelons and imbue them with potion effects and then because they're a watermelon, you can eat them extra quickly? That makes sense. Yeah. This might not be the worst idea I've had, but I've also not <laughs> finished my coffee yet. So this is a high <laughs> risk idea. Is it going to be compatible with the uh, Melon Golem mod is, is the big ultimate question. Oh, yes. You can now potionify <laughs> your uh, Melon Golems, and then when you kill them, they drop potion Melon Potions. That would be perfect. Oh, <laughs> they can eat well, their own is... friends very quickly. I'm committing to this now, aren't I? Just <laughs> making this whole potion melon idea. 
<laughs> uh, well, I'm done with my uni stuff later today, and then after that, there'll be potion melons. So get excited, everyone! <laughs> Fourteen potion melons. <laughs> Pictures, or it didn't happen. <laughs> I don't see you oh, writing dear. this down in our notes list, so I don't think it's going to be a thing. <laughs> I mean, I have I have a separate text document on my desktop dedicated for my terrible terrible ideas. So. Right. Right. Okay. It, it might make it into that one. We've had mm. some other pretty awful ideas that I've had to do <laughs> on. Oh, spiked melons. Okay, I think I'm sold now. We call them spiked melons. Imbue them with potions. Wait, spiked melon. Oh, keep... gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like an actually lethal melon. Spiked melons also. <laughs> that works. Like iron, iron shards for pips. Spiked yeah. melons. Oh gosh, that'd be so bad. <laughs> but from discussing potion melons to biomes and biome decisions, the devcraft mm. reset. Yes. <laughs> so we'll be doing a devcraft reset for those who watch my YouTube channel and the Twitch channel, which you are right now, if you're watching this live. Um, Valen often plays on devcraft, messes around with mods, breaks them, lets me know afterwards how many bugs I have in my mods. It's a really good system overall. Um, but we'll be doing a world reset and it's not even been a month since devcraft came out well hey you know what what episode what season was it was it season two that we did a, a reset shortly in with the one with uh hexlands oh yeah no that one didn't last long at all because hexlands was fun but very felt felt very gimmicky and honestly i i didn't have enough time to actually try it out very much so i was all like no <laughs> I've been looking for excuses to play with Hexland since then. I haven't found one yet. Yeah, somebody said right. somebody said that they were making a Catan pack. I'm interested in that. Oh goodness, <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, resource tiles based on the Hexland's biomes would be really interesting. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that's one of the um, I'll say features of DevCraft is that things are not likely going to last very long there. <laughs> yeah, so. That's that's kind of the sad story at the moment. I'm hoping... So one of the reasons we're doing the world reset is, funnily enough, most of the mods that have come out since we started DevCraft have not been like content mods that add um, like new machines or new magic abilities. Most of them have been like heavy world gen biome overhaul mods. So yeah. there's Voyage by Lacrust and there's also Traverse for 114 Forge. So it will be really, really good to do a world reset. We're also moving the server. It's no longer going to be hosted out in the middle of nowhere in the country with the world's worst internet. <laughs> uh, but that's where you are. <laughs> I know, but that's okay. I'm willing to make this sacrifice. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I must have better data. Uh, the lag is too great. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll be fine. I've tested this other server and it's worked out really well, so that'll be good. And We'll run Voyage and Traverse on it and have lots of really nice biomes. Um, and at the moment, Biomes are Plenty, though, as we discovered, is not compatible with other biome mods. Not yet. And this ended up being a bit of an interesting um, discussion point on the GitHub issue tracker about it. Mm -hmm. And what I found interesting about it was... The way Biomes are Plenty wants to handle integration in 114. And I'm getting, I want your thoughts more than anything else on this. Go for it. They want to do 
like an API or like a thing that other modders can opt into to specify within Biomes Plenty what sort of biome your biome counts as. Because Biomes Plenty adds more biomes than any other biome. Right. It's it's crazy. And it's they kind of overhaul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Like it's it's the de facto biome mod. Um, and the biomes it adds mean that it requires um, kind of to overhaul the way it builds climates and stuff like that in the game to actually make it feel a little bit more seamless. Mm -hmm. So what they're doing in 114 is they're making it so that there is an API or a place that other modders can opt into to say, my biomes are this category, and then they'll be able to generate. Okay. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, it seems like they're making an effort to try and include other biome mods rather than exclude them. So it sounds good, though I'm curious to know what downsides there may be on this. See, I'm, I'm for it, to clarify my position before I say what I'm about to say. <laughs> but I do wonder... Here comes the devil's advocate. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do wonder if it would be possible to do it strictly with vanilla or to have a way to handle other mods that do it with strictly vanilla. I think Biomes Are Plenty is more than big enough that it can just be like, we are the de facto biome mod. If you want to work with us, then improve it and design it around us. Um, and I think especially looking at it for 114 um, and a lot of like I mean we have both voice and traverse uh, it would be interesting to see if this massively improves how those sorts of biome mods interact because like it would be easy to add traverse to a BOP world and then just be like oh I've never seen a traverse biome just because <laughs> you can't find them they're nowhere <laughs> but right if with this biomes are plenty api you could actually like configure it so that oh yeah so autumnal woods are this climate then biomes are plenty goes oh this will fit really well put it over there mm -hmm. so that's uh that's a big question i'm i'm just interested to see how it turns out i definitely want to do the integration though to clarify i love biomes are plenty i said that a couple of was it <laughs> last stream even no still it was the um episode before mm -hmm. But I really would love to integrate with it, make the most out of Biomes Are Plenty. I just think it's an interesting decision to just be like, actually make compatibility with us instead of ruining the progression of our mod because of the fact that it just doesn't fit with the vanilla style of Biomes. Well, you know, sometimes the vanilla stuff is not exactly made with this kind of thing in mind. So I can, I can understand them coming up with this. Um, hmm. But at the same time, I think uh, I think that they're trying to do it for a lot of reasons. One of them that we haven't talked about yet, I think, might be because Biomes of Plenty might not be included in mod packs then because it would have conflicts with some of the other biome mods. And this would allow it to be more universally used and therefore... You know, it, it can be included because it's not going to take out someone else's favorite biome mod like Traverse, you know, for example. So I, I think that, that that's 
kind of got like multiple reasons for it. And I mean, there are plenty of ways of looking at that. People could be like, oh, they're just going for curse points. But no, I, I honestly looking at it and I realize that this is just like, like on paper or in discussion or something. It's, I haven't even tried it or checked it out, but it sounds like it's a good idea in all ways that I could think of it. I don't see the players losing out on this. I see them benefiting from it. And I think that the, uh, the devs are the ones that are pretty much committing to doing a bit of extra work to make sure that everything works properly. So, hey, kudos to them. Yeah, I think I think it's really good that it is an option. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like it's pulled a bit of an Ender IO, frankly. Um, Ender IO in up until about one ten was always like, no, 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 we'll be compatible with you. We'll change our mod to make it work with you. And then for 112, it's just like, we're not doing this anymore. This is just unmaintainable. No one can do this. If you want to do this thing with Ender.io, then you do it. <laughs> like, uh, and we made all the tools to make it possible. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, back back in 110, looking at the code and looking at how much time we spent supporting other mods and then looking at 112 and being like, oh, I guess it is on other people now. Made a much bigger difference to how much effort is required to do, achieve something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that's been a lot of fun. So, so before you jump into this next item, um, I'm thinking, looking at the time now, we can do this next time because this I can I can use that uh, with Roots Three as an example. Uh, that's a good idea. So get excited, guys! Next week we have really interesting topic. Uh, that Balan will be mostly bringing us and I will be learning thoughtfully from. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious because I'm sure there will be plenty of really interesting uh, comments on it as well that I will probably learn from. So, But uh, we can move yeah. on to that into the other stuff. Yeah, so moving forward a little bit. Big mm-hmm. discussion we've had in the Mystic Mods chat recently and Actually, it's not so much. It's tangentially related. It's been on my mind. But <laughs> is it better to have one mod with lots and lots of features or smaller mods, lots of smaller mods with less features in them? So are you asking me this or are you just putting this hypothetically out there first? <laughs> Both. Okay. I have, um, I have nothing to say so far. I need opinions. Uh, as in most cases, I think it's highly situational. Um, to give an example, Astral Sorcery does a lot of things. It is a big mod. It's fine as a big mod. If, But if for some reason I wanted the ability to um, use the, uh, the slingshot... Uh, wand that it has in there as a separate standalone thing, I wouldn't have that option to do so. Uh, for example, oh, there's a, another mod that that I absolutely love the item from. Uh, I can't remember what it is right now. Um, but the, just using that slingshot uh, wand as an example, I can't remember the exact name of it, but people that have messed with it know which, which item I'm talking about. But if I wanted to break yeah, that out... You know, then it, it's like, no, because you have to go through the processes of the mod in order to get this cool stuff. And then therefore you're kind of disintegrating the big mod in itself by breaking it down into its constituent parts. But sometimes there are really cool things 
that I don't see why they couldn't be in, broken apart. Uh, for example, for the longest time, Step Assist was reserved for Thalmcraft. You'd have to get a sash. You'd have to wear that sash. Uh, and then, or no, was it was it Thalmcraft? No, it was the Boots of the Traveler. And that, that mm-hmm. gave you Step Assist. Yeah. The, the first true Step Assist. And then uh, later on, Batania came out and you had to wear a sash. And the, now there's just mods out there that add Step Assist because really... <laughs> I, I still am a big uh, supporter of, of Step Assist being default, but it, <laughs> or at least having the auto jump. Remember, auto uh, jump is fantastic. No, auto, <laughs> auto jump is sin. Um, but I mean, something like that. Uh, I think it's it like a, a functionality type. It it lends itself to be better. And sometimes, though, you, you can make it so that your mod is. Um, I don't know what the the word is for it. I could see a mod that is uh, um, like made up of multiple parts. Uh, I, I'm failing on the the term that I'm coming up with right now. It's getting late, um, but <laughs> feel that. Uh, but uh, you could basically piece together a mod dependent upon the parts that you build it from. Um, for example, Ender IO. Yeah. And that, is another good example of this. In that my was broken up into a lot of smaller parts, or you could just get the big default package, you know? Feasibly, hmm. you could run it with or without some extra mods or mobs in there, you know, that are thematic or whatnot. But um, I think that, it, like I said, it, it's highly situational depending upon the mod or mod group. Um, yes, modular. Thank you. Thank you, Kashka. the modularity of it all yes uh you could customize your own essentially making a mod pack of mods that could entirely be one big mod like roots three you were talking about having uh different sections of uh like magical studies that people could uh, break into not maybe not studies but um you feasibly could break those into multiple mods but would it be worth it then? Because then some people might just like this, these two, and then the others aren't even going to be explored. You know, so sometimes if it's dependent upon other aspects of the mod or it's thematic enough that it needs to be included with it, then yeah, I say big mod for the win. I think that I think that basically sums up all possible opinions I had as well, actually. <laughs> That was that was straightforward. Um, <laughs> you were just waiting for me to finish so, so you could say, I agree. Next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, actually, what I wanted to say next, though, is I wanted to propose this idea that I've been thinking about a bit. Mm-hmm. What about Quark? Would Quark be better if it was split into smaller mods? Now, this is not to say that Vasky should, to clarify. I think the way Quark is now is fine. But Quark is a big mod with lots of small individual features that don't necessarily play into each other. Is it more convenient for the user to have Quark as a big mod or to have it as lots of little mods that you install to get the difference? I I totally have an answer for this. It is perfectly convenient as it is, in my opinion, because if I want it... First, there's over 200 different 
add-ons that Quark adds in. Yes, that's a lot. But in-game, you can disable any single one of them that you want for the most part. Or entire sections that are uh, somewhat themed together or grouped together. It's very user-friendly, especially for someone that is not a coder. And I think that it's really, really good in this aspect because... I would not think to add in all these other little bits and pieces and stuff like that that Quark does if it had been broken out into a ton of tiny little options of separate mods. Like uh, the, the dispenser uh, will uh, pick up and play. It will actually uh, shoot. Shoot. I'm trying to think of what it actually would do that it doesn't already do. Oh, uh, it would uh, plant seeds, for example. Mm. You know, I, I wouldn't think to add that in. But Quark adds that in by default. All I need to do instead is say, I like a, a very large majority of what Quark does. I'll just click the things to disable rather than looking for a ton of different mods on a site like CurseForge with their um, <laughs> searching inabilities. Um, challenges. Challenges. There we go. Searching challenges that they are currently working on, by the way, so don't freak out about the whole fabric add-in thing, people. Um, yeah, people are going to listen to this in like three months' time and be like, what are you guys going on about? Curseforge is perfectly usable, yeah. and the Twitch launcher was replaced by this like sci-fi future amazing launcher that actually <laughs> works and doesn't have a bunch of Fortnite streamers on the front page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I, I think Quark <laughs> is, a, is a really perfect example of of how you can kind of answer the previous question you had about like splitting up into mods and uh, into smaller mods or, or going with a bigger one. It is set up in a really user-friendly manner. So I, I totally agree that it's, or I don't know that you actually said this, but I think that it's set up really, really well and is a, a shining example of should I break it into too many or should I keep it as one big one, how to resolve that issue. So there, come at me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, so to, to peek behind the curtain a little bit, the reason I asked this question, mm-hmm. we for 114 have yeah. been planning a bunch of mods that are all going to be dependent on Mystical World. And to be fair, that is mostly because of the fact that I just don't like code duplication. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of implementing Dia in Mystical World because people want ambience and implementing Dia in Roots because Dia are needed in Roots, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's too Dia to maintain. That is too Dia too many. And then you put them together and you have to add configs to do a bunch of things. And it's really tricky to try and work out what to do with this. Now, it was easy on 112 because we only really have Roots, let's be honest. <laughs> so it's like, okay, Roots just has what it needs. And if it's actually, like, Mystical World adds copper and silver, for example. Mm-hmm. That is not something you technically need for Roots, but I considered something acceptable for Vinyl Plus. Mm-hmm. So, as you've seen with Mystical World on 114, there's a lot more ores now. Yes. And we want to make them useful within Mystical World itself. So you're not just going to be like, great, I have a ton of lead. What do I do with all this lead now? Um... Those, that lead will become useful for Alan to hoard up as much of it as possible. But the problem is trying to work out what things can go in Mystical World and at what point do we just go, oh, we'll leave the config to the user or should we split it up into multiple mods because most users don't look at configs and would rather 
just download a new mod. It's really, really tricky to try and work out. Well, I think yeah. Go on. Please. Quark is a good example. Mm -hmm. But also, it's the only one that's pulled it off. So I just don't quite know how I feel. Especially right, because at least Quark is by itself. It's not like there's a mod that Quark. Sorry, that depends on Quark. It's not like Batania uses Quark, mm -hmm. right? Right. It's not like you require limestone caves to be installed, even though they're not used in Batania. Right. That's kind of what makes this one a little bit different to that. So, I mean, the conclusion we've come to in the end has basically been have configs exist, don't add things that will never, like that would blatantly annoy a user to, like if someone's using roots and lead has been added to the world, then the lead should be useful. Like the lead should be useful in mystical world or it should be used by roots, but it shouldn't just be completely worthless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a fair solution, and that's a design solution. But it's just really tricky trying to work out whether config is better than just downloading more mods. Because I, I know um, Fabric yeah. has definitely taken on a bit more of a download more mods attitude, which is good. Mm -hmm. Like the way Fabric has done it is quite well. Like people are quite willing to use things like Cotton to download to like install, um, sort of install to have like energy and other utilities in fabric and there's also um traverse and terrestria are both using the terraformers library and it all works together much better so that would be nice but that's not the way people do it with forge so, i have to say that yeah. i i think configs would be nice but i think that would make it a bit more difficult just if you went with just straight up regular configs like most mm. other mods have i think going with an in-game option and clear groupings if possible uh like quark did taking a page from it would make it approachable people can that actually true, see i've got an ores section I want to disable this, but it's got a, a uh, like a tooltip when you go to click over it. It says something like disabling this will make thing will break roots three, you know, something like that can hover over it so that they can see it or something, you know. Oh, oh, OK. Yeah, maybe I don't want to do that, you know, or you just in game config, though. I think even if it says you will need to restart your game is going to be a really good way to make it more usable for your average user. Because I, I don't know how many times I get comments that say, where's a config, you know, on my videos? What's a config? <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people don't even know that they, they can adjust the mod. They thought that it's just set up by default and that's all they have the option to play. And in fact, that's where often a lot of the fun is. <laughs> but I think if you kind of take a page out of Vasky's book there, that uh, it will it will benefit you with some of these decisions, perhaps. Uh, I, I think I'd have to hear a lot more detail to get a, a, a perfectly clear opinion on it, but this is my general one that I have right now. But others may disagree, as I'm seeing in chat now. <laughs> you are not audible, sir. No, I am not hearing you at all. <laughs> Technical difficulties, folks. Bear with us. 
Is this working again? Hey, you're back. Welcome. Yes. Experiencing technical difficulties. I apologize. <laughs> See, this podcast is unedited, so you'll get to experience the technical difficulties with us. <laughs> so it's just like every other stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> really? See, the, the, reason, the real reason we stream the podcast is so I don't have to edit it afterwards. Yeah. And also for the audience participation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also I'm lazy and I don't want to edit it. <laughs> so I think that might actually be a good point to call up because somehow despite how few dot points we have in our show notes for today we've managed to go for like an hour somehow <laughs> we talk a lot you know I'm, I'm still going to mention these last two mods it won't take but a minute yes do so, it so modding now is still happening this week <laughs> we've got uh, two mods they're very very small tiny mods speaking of tiny mods one is Let Sleeping Dogs Lie by Ohaichun. <laughs> uh, basically, after so long uh, of a dog sitting there because you told it to sit, it will eventually lay down in one of several methods. That's that's it. It's so simple, so basic, and I think it adds a lot into <laughs> the content. And then the other one I'll put in here is oh shoot did i put the i just did the same <laughs> link twice hold on a second hold on a second I, I got the link already pulled up here we are experiencing even more technical difficulties the other one is campfire torches you just put a stick down on a 114 campfire and it will turn into a torch that's it it, it gives a little bit more use and function for a campfire besides uh cooking and if you don't have coal or charcoal or something like that, you know, uh, a plenty, you can improvise with some simple sticks. Obviously, you've got a little bit of a time gate in there, so it's not something you're going to really try and abuse, but there you go. That's interesting. Yeah. I actually like that idea a lot. That's a clever idea for the campfire, because my biggest gripe with 114 so far has been, why would I ever campfire? And then <laughs> I saw the um, smokestacks that were possible, and I was like, okay, now there are reasons to campfire. But I like that you can cook just, food on it for free. I do like that you can do that. That's true. It is for free, isn't it? But mm -hmm. the smoker is so fast, though. Well, here, here's the best use for the, the campfire is to not light it and put it in a row, and it looks like a bridge. Looks like a wooden bridge. There you go. That's the good point, isn't it? It does do that. <laughs> All right, that was it. Oh, that was it for modding now. Or... Yeah, that was modding now. It yeah. did happen. <laughs> we do have weekly modding updates. There's mm -hmm. no fortnightly Forge status update this week because there's not much to update on the Forge status. Uh -huh. No FFS? Yeah. FFS. No, no FFS. <laughs> no FFS this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I think we're going to move on to audience questions. Oh boy! Um, and I know one that got asked much earlier in the chat. So whilst you guys are coming up with some questions, I know prospects are asked, what do you think about Tech Reborn for Fabric? Tech Reborn for Fabric. Tech Reborn is now becoming a Fabric mod. I don't really know. I have to say, I'm a, I've got some misgivings about moving to Fabric. <gasps> Why do you have misgivings, Alan? Well, if only because... Is it 
Well, it's no, I mean, it's not the well-known. There's lots of uh, technical solutions already posted out on the internet and everything for it. I get a lot of questions uh, when I did uh, the, like the fabric install and everything on there. And I still get tons of questions. How do I do this? This isn't working. This is terrible. Oh my gosh. Why is there so much, you know, and it's not really that bad when you compare it to a CurseForge install, but the CurseForge install has become such the norm that so many people know about it. It's easy to come up with the answers for it. So it, as a general sense, I hate to say it because it's not as popular, but it it causes a bit of confusion, and I think our just our search term term terms in general on CurseForge is a, a, another example of such. They didn't plan for such an eventuality, um, but I, I do have some misgivings about it. And if they're going just fabric, I feel the. Uh, I, I feel the community breaking up if they're that just very going with one. It I, I don't mean it to be, but honestly, I'm scared of it is, I guess, what it is. I don't want a fractured community. I, I like the community being together on stuff with a lot of variety. But if people are just going, no, I'm going to break off into this, I'm going to break off into that, it, it kind of lends itself to the different launchers that we've got out there as well. You know, there are certain restrictions for having stuff on some launchers and not on others. It, it gets very confusing, and then you get things like Nine Minecraft out there, you know? So... <laughs> Minecraft, especially at 112, has felt really homogenized. Mm. Everything's been in one place. Like... Yeah. And it felt this way with 1.7, or at least I'm told. I wasn't mm. around then, or I was around, but from a distance. Um, <laughs> but it's really homogenized, right? Like everyone can download any mod. They can know it will work with all of the other mods they have installed. And they can just open it up in Twitch and install it. As much as Twitch is bad, it's like, what other modded game that is made, like where the mods are made fully by the community, the mod loader is made by the community even, can you just open up a launcher, download a mod, guarantee it'll work with all of your other mods out of the box? Don't know. Like, and for like up to like 300 mods, mm -hmm. right? It's insane. Yep. It's like the, the community came together and kind of started making its own standards. I do recognize that it's it can be a bad thing having all of your eggs in one basket, uh, but sometimes it has its advantages too. Yeah. I think... I'm really excited for Tech Reborn, Billcroft, IC2, other mods like that coming to Fabric. I agree. I'm so excited for that because I cannot think of a set of mods that has been more overshadowed or misused in a PAX. And Fabric is going to be really interesting with that because A, it can move to snapshots real quick. Like as soon as snapshots come out again, I'm going to have another reason to do stuff with Fabric, right? Because it's just suddenly like, oh, I can't do this with Forge. I want to try out the new combat, but I also want to still be able to have something like JEI or I still want pipes, right? That's where I'm really excited for Fabric. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, there are a lot of things, especially recently looking at Fabric and messing around with it a bit. Um, fabric definitely feels like it was much easier to look at and read what the code does like you're just adding <laughs> clients um i'll never forget my favorite two method names so 
one of the methods for adding stuff to biomes was um so one of my favorite ones for adding stuff to biomes was on forge it's called add reeds and pumpkins and on fabric it's called add grass stuff or, or it's not add grass stuff but it's something to do with like add base add vegetation that's it add vegetation ah now while adds reeds and pumpkins is accurate, the second Mojang decides, you know what? Watermelons. We want them <laughs> to generate everywhere. <laughs> you see my problem here? Yeah. Um, so there are little things about how fabric works that I really like. And while I think that there are definitely, I definitely don't like the fragmentation. I don't think it's going to harm people as much as I think it, people think it's going to. I think overall people are going to see fabric. They'll be like, oh, okay, well, these mods work together. Let's have a little pack. When it gets to that point of stability, then fabric's going to be amazing and people are going to love it. Mm -hmm. The occasional moments of like, okay, I can't install X mod and Y mod, which I've experienced that has happened. <laughs> it may not be a problem these days, but there are the occasional mo there were the occasional moments of times where people were making mods of fabric and didn't know what they were doing and that meant that two mods were not compatible with each other mm -hmm. um things have improved since then i'm very excited to mess around with fabric at some point but the way fabric works is going to be fantastic for snapshots i think it's going to be great for buildcraft and tech reborn and stuff who are going to get another Another shot at life, almost. Billcraft on 112 basically died. Like, mm -hmm. who used Billcraft deliberately? <laughs> I had to go, like, the one pack I used Billcraft and IC2 in, I kid you not, all of those mods are now available on Fabric. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the crazy thing about this, right? It's like, it's not even like, oh, Billcraft went to Fabric, but nobody else did. So now Billcraft just goes off and dies in the corner. There are actually groups of people going over there. Like if I want to relive my early days of modern Minecraft, I would go play Fabric. That mm -hmm. would probably be the best way to do it these days. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. As much as as much as there can be a lot of, I want to say a lot of misinformation and a lot of hate in the community from both sides, I would I would promote that everyone actually tries to learn a little bit more about the other mod loader you don't have to give it a try just accept that it does exist there's no harm in its existence <laughs> and that one day hopefully both will be just as easy to install as the other thank you this has been a squid rant okay i've got two questions i can answer very quick and simple uh yes. Velen, specifically how do you feel about the most recently added feature <laughs> to roots 3 automation of pyre rituals very ecstatic because it actually makes them uh, viable. So there, there's that yeah. one. Um, and then from Lycrest, uh, another Valen question. How many mods do you have on the bit-by-bit -bit queue? 12 on my short list, well over 100 on my long list. Um, my goodness. <laughs> and it always just keeps getting longer. Some of them, though, end up getting dropped off. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh so let's i let do want to quickly say i'm not a fabric evangelizer i don't do any fabric modding like at all <laughs> but i am a little sick of the misinformed hate that goes back and forth on reddit about fabric versus forge yeah and it gets a bit exaggerated. i would greatly appreciate it if people try to 
understand the other side and appreciate that especially like the fabric community has been really nice asking questions has felt a lot easier to do i've been Mm -hmm. a lot less stressed about going i don't understand what's going on here can you explain it than i have been in some of the forge communities where there's a lot of modders that are a bit more jaded bam so (laughs) yeah i mean like (laughs) this this is a very common problem i know a lot of people find lex intimidating because he has a very i'm gonna say strong personality um (laughs) And he does explain things very well and he knows what he's doing, but he's also been in this game a long time and is very quick to respond to certain things that are what he perceives as very easy to do. And while I can't blame him for that, it does make people feel a little bit more scared of Forge modding than they might be of Fabric. Right. So, but once again, it's new. Fabric is new. It's in its teething stages. Let's see how things grow. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have more questions? That's the, that's the thing. Uh, there was one. What do you think about the mod Bewitchment? Currently uh, confused because I don't approve of some of their uh, methods of doing so, but I'm trying to reserve judgment. So trying not to be Mr. Judgy McJudge Pants. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pronounce Voyage? That's how I pronounce Voyage. Voyage? You sound like you're from Jersey. You... No, <laughs> that's just how it's pronounced. Voyage. Voyage? Voyage. Voyage. Right, I've never thought this much about it. Is it Voyage? Is that how it's supposed to be pronounced? <laughs> Maybe in some places. <laughs> I just go with Voyage. Yeah, I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> Voyage. Yeah. Bon Voyage. No, in, in Australia, we pronounce it Voyage. And the only reason I know this is because I used to watch Star Trek Voyager. So. Voyager? Voyager. <laughs> Speaking of which, this is a totally off topic and it'll give people the time to ask more questions. Star Trek Picard looks amazing and I'm very excited. Oh, double down on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, my goodness, the trailer. Oh, bring back all the recurring characters that I loved. Please do. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, go watch it right now. I said, actually, not right now. Right after the podcast is completed, they can go watch it. It'll be good. Speaking of. <laughs> We should probably complete that then. Yeah, I think this is uh, a fair point to complete it. So thank you all for coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys all have a wonderful rest of your day. Um, for people listening on Spotify, this has been the single longest gap since I have last o- uploaded an episode on there. That is my fault. <laughs> I need to get more sleep and then also upload more podcast episodes to Spotify. But <laughs> we are rectifying this problem. So. New episodes to be posted soon. Yeah. (laughs) And we will see you guys later. Bye.